with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. Ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Right. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Would you pray for yes, me this sir. morning? Father, we love you. Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the word of God. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the sweet presence of God that we've already felt in this place. And Lord, I pray that you bless the reading now. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you'd help me, Lord, cleanse my heart. Lord, and touch my mind. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would remove me from being in the way. Lord, take me out of the way this morning. Lord, may it not even be my words that are heard being preached. But, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would use me as your vessel and the instrument to relay the sound that you have for your people. And, Lord, for it, we say thank you. We give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. And we ask it in Jesus' name. And for Jesus' sake, Amen and amen. Boy, I would dare say this morning that every child of God, every believer that knows they've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, they have a special place in their heart oh, yeah. uh, for Exodus chapter number 12. That's right. There's something that is happening in Exodus chapter number 12 that has not yet happened in the Word of God. That's right. We have seen types and we've seen shadows of Jesus Christ. We've had Joseph. We've had we've had those typologies. Isaac has came along and the right. sins been given of Jesus Christ being given. But there's been very few instances where we find this picture or this typology of a lamb right. being given right. for forgiveness of sin. Right. We did get a little bit of foretaste, if you will. Back in the book of Genesis. But there was something different about it. It was Genesis chapter number 3. Don't you remember? When God come walking into the garden. After Adam and Eve had sinned. And God began to call out Adam. Adam. Right. Right. But because of the sin of Eve and the sin of Adam partaking of that forbidden fruit, they had covered themselves in those fig leaves. They had hid themselves in the trees. And they was doing their best to get out of the eyes of God. That's right. After they had committed their sins. And we find them doing what they can by their works. But it was not good enough. We find themselves doing their, their hiding out of their sin. But that was not good enough. Right. Because the eyes of the Lord are in every place. Matter of fact, I'll go as far as saying this this morning. When God come walking in come on, garden, And he cried out, Adam, Adam, where are you? Right, right. It was not because God didn't know where Adam That's was. That's exactly right. It was because Adam did not know where Adam was. Hey, man. But when God started calling Adam, where art thou? It was so Adam would be reminded and would notice I'm not in my place. I'm not where I normally would be. Right. See, I believe this with all my heart this morning. It wasn't normally God that was calling on Adam. Right. But it would have normally been Adam calling on God. Right. And saying, Lord, where are you? I'm ready for my evening stroll. I'm ready for my walk in yes. the of the day. But for the first time, because sin had entered into this world, God began looking for man. 
still works today. Amen. And I was not looking for him. But thanks be unto God, he came looking for him. Of That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. We might have found the lamb being applied in Genesis chapter number three. Oh, but in Exodus chapter number twelve, he wasn't just applied on the outside, but he was applied on the inside. That's right. Amen. It just wasn't a coat being used. Amen. But it was every ounce of that lamb. It. it was not wasted one piece of him. Amen. The skins were used. The blood was used. Amen. It's Yes, sir. Oh, hallelujah. Sure is. I love how Exodus 12 gives the lamb to us this morning. Right. Notice what it says in verse number 3. He said, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. Here God has given the word to Moses and Aaron. And he says, judgment is coming. And, and I'm thankful this morning everybody wants to everybody wants to play off on God as a God of love. And I know he is. Come on, Amen. preacher. But can I tell you, God's a God of judgment as well. Come on, Don't preacher. Don't be confused about it. Amen. He even put his name stamp on the end of it. In verse number 12, he said, it's judgment, boys. And they said, well, who does Moses think he is? Right. Like who does Aaron think he is talking like that? And at the end of the verse, he said, I will execute judgment. I am the one. This ain't coming from Moses. Come on, this ain't coming from Aaron. Amen. But I am the Lord. Amen. Can I let you know this morning before I get a little too far in my service? Come on, preacher. Amen. That God is a righteous God. Yep. God is a holy God. Yep. Amen. And honey, when he sends judgment down, it is undeniable of where it comes from. But when it's of God, you will know. It's of God. Right. But without judgment yes, sir. comes a pardon. Yes, sir. That is without right. Without judgment comes forgiveness. Hey, man. Hallelujah. Without judgment, there comes an opportunity. Right. Amen. When that death angel come through, they had an opportunity to escape the jaws of death. Amen. When the floods came, God looked down and no found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And a preacher of 
righteousness said, get on the boat. Amen. Get on the boat. Get on board. Get on the boat. And an opportunity of salvation was found. And can I tell you in the day and the hour that which we live, the, dispens the dispensation Come of the preacher. Amen. Judgment is coming. Yep. Hell is fury. Amen. Hey, and all of its fury is enlarging itself this morning. You said that God create man to sit in the hell absolutely No, Amen. God created man to save him. God created man to love him. Right. But the judgment of the knowing, amen, what Jesus did on Calvary. Oh, yes. Amen. There is eternal judgment waiting for those. But thank me unto God this morning. He gave us opportunity to escape the flames of hell. To escape the judgment on its way. You say, how do we escape? Well, he said it like this. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Amen. I didn't come to preach all that, but I felt it necessary. Yeah, it's good. Notice what it said in verse number three. It said, take a lamb. Use a lamb. Right. The first time we find this lamb given, it is simply this. It is just simply a lamb. Right. How many of you remember the first time that you was ever told about a man named Jesus? Right. Oh, now we're living, we live below the Mason-Dixon line right here. We ain't far. I'm getting yeah. a little nervous. Amen. That <laughs> is right up there. Amen. Yeah. I come through here back in July. Amen. Uh, I had yep. to go preach almost near Chicago. Mm. Amen. When I got here, I wasn't even halfway there. Amen. I felt like just staying and camping in London yeah. for a couple oh, of days. Should have. When I come back through, it was even worse. Amen. Mm. When I crossed that Tennessee, uh, that Kentucky state line, amen. I got out and kissed the asphalt on yeah. the ground. Yeah. Said, That's the way I feel, brother. Yes, sir. I stay right here. Amen. Amen. Y'all get that after Yeah. I'm with you. That a lamb, you remember when you got saved? I'm talking about you. You, you. Before you got saved, you heard about Jesus. And all up, but being in the south, you've always heard about Jesus. Yeah. Being in the south, you've always known about God, and you right. didn't believe in God. Yeah. Right, right, right. But, 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 but you didn't believe on Him. That's you didn't right. believe in Him. You just believed Him. Yeah. yeah. Right. What about that? And all He was to you at that point. Was a lamb. Right. All God was was He was God. Right. He was Mama Nim's God. He was right. Grandma Nim's God. He was Papa's God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My family got me. Yeah. My, my, my uncle, he's a deacon down there in church. And right. I mean, that, that That's exactly thing, right. That kind, of, that, that kind of mindset. That is nothing more than a lamb. And here comes the word from Brother Moses. And he says, What you need is a lamb in your life. So here comes the farmers. Here comes the daddies. And they're going to find a lamb. They go into their herd. They go into their flock. They're looking for this first. Yeah, come they're on. They're looking for this spotless lamb. Amen. As they look around, all they see is so many lamb. They're just trying to simply find a lamb. I didn't know it when I was just 10 years old. But I knew I needed to be saved. And I knew I needed a lamb. Right. Something for me. Right. Hey Amen. I knew about Jesus. I could quote scripture. Hey Amen. I could tell you about the Romans road. But all my knowledge of a lamb was up here. And yep. Yep. And yep. all he was to me was simply a lamb. Oh, but I got a feeling that. Come on, preacher. That old daddy 
found that lamb and he began to put his arm around him, maybe put a little leash around his neck, started to walk him back down to the house, knowing that there was fixing to be a sacrifice, knowing that by faith, this is what's going to save my life. This is what's going to save my boy's life. This is what's going to protect my home. This is what's going to be used to apply the blood over the door. Right. This is what's going to be used. But when that death angel comes, amen, like the preacher said, when I see the blood, I will pass it over you. But he's somewhere along the way. Yeah. He became more than just a leg. Amen. He became a big Amen. Who is that? That's the lamb. Yes. And mama said, who is that? He said, mama. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey. Amen. He wasn't just a lamb. Yes, sir. He was the lamb. That's right. Notice what it says. In verse number, uh, verse number four, it said, and if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto him, his house take according to the number of every soul, every man according to his eating, shall make your count for the lamb. Oh, here we find this daddy has recognized he's not just a lamb, but he is the lamb. And can I say, I'm glad that when I called on the name of the Lord on November 26th, yeah. This year I'll celebrate 21 years yeah. of knowing him than more than just a lamb. Right. But knowing him as the lamb. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. I know this morning that he is the lamb. Amen. I can't help but be reminded over there in John chapter number one. Yeah. John the Baptist is baptizing oh, in yes. Jordan. Amen. Hey, the word of God says that they was there daily confessing their the sins. Lamb. Yep. Oh, can you imagine how John's ears must have been hurting that day? Right. Oh, as one by one, confession after confession, as John is putting them down in that water, he might have had to rinse a couple of them. Amen. Right. Extra good. Can get away from <laughs> yeah. If was from Kentucky, he might have had to wash a few things off. Of them. That's right. Hey, man. From South Georgia, I know they would have. Amen. Amen. John's down there baptizing. All of a sudden, he looks out yonder and he sees one standing in the crowd and they ain't confessing their sins. Mm. They have no sins to confess. What about Amen. that? There's one standing in the crowd. Amen. That don't look like all the other people. Don't act like all the other people and he surely don't sound like all the other people. And you've got to know that from the time that Jesus and John was boys. Amen. They had a special bond, a special relationship. Right. Hey Amen. John turning back flips in his mama's way. That's right. When Mary and Elizabeth begin yeah. to embrace one another, yeah. filled of the Holy Ghost as just a little old baby. And while John's baptizing, he looks out among that crowd and he said, Wait a minute, John. Yes. He said, There's one standing here today, one that I'm not even worthy of. Right. He said, I'll tell you who it is. Yes. Make no mistake about it. Amen. It said he is the Lamb. Yes, sir. Which taken away the sin of the world. Oh, thank God this morning. He's not just a Lamb, but he is the Lamb. That's exactly right. He's a Lamb, but he's the Lamb. Look at verse number five. It says, and your Lamb. Mm -hmm. shall be without blemish. Amen. And I tell you, I'm glad that he went from being just a lamb yeah. 
And in the day I realized that no, he is the Lamb. He ain't just a, he is the. But before I come up off that altar, he was more than just the. That's right. Yes. Lord Lord the song says, I am his. He is mine. He is mine. Oh, yes. He's my lamb this morning. Yes, sir. Lord, I'm glad to know that in the day and the hour which we live, amen, he is a personal Savior. He is a personal God. He is a personal Jesus this morning. And you don't have to leave this morning if you don't know him like that, but you can leave here knowing that he is not just a lamb, but yes, he is the lamb. Right. Thank God. He is mine. Amen. Can I give you three things about this? He is mine. Amen. The scriptures, and I'll be done. Yes, sir. I'll be I'll be quick. It's twelve nine. He said it was twelve when we started, so I'm nineteen minutes into this thing, and I'll be done before one o'clock. Amen. Amen. That was a joke. Y'all y'all can laugh at that. Yeah. I want us to notice just a few things. Number one, concerning this lamb, it is a sustaining lamb. Mm-hmm. Notice what it says in verse number 8. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. I mentioned in Genesis chapter number 3, the only thing that we've seen that was useful of the sacrifice that was made that God brought into that garden was simply just the coats. The skins of of that of that lamb, that sacrifice that was made. But here, God is instructing the preacher to tell the people. Said, not only will you use the the lamb for the blood, but I want you to partake of this lamb because this lamb will sustain you. Here it comes. The death angel is on his way. Right, going the darkness of night. What is going to keep these people believing? What is going to keep these people in in hope? And what is going to keep them in full of faith? That exactly what the preacher said is fixing to happen. That when I see the blood, I will pass over. Right, you. right. I have to just believe that this morning. That because of what was on the inside of them, yeah. they believed that if the inside was sustaining enough, that the outside would right. be sustaining enough. And can I say thank God this morning that my lamb, it is not just for my outward appearance. Right. It is it's not just so I look good. It ain't just so I put a suit right. on. If it was my way, honey, I wouldn't be having a towel on this morning. Yeah. Amen. I'd be in a pair of car heart bridges. Amen. Yeah. But no shirt. But well, well, we ain't. We we all too spiritual for that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. but it's not my appearance. It's not so I sound better. But the Lord Jesus put himself on the inside. Amen. Because when I can't go, he can go. When I can't say it, he's got the words to say. When I can't preach it, he's got something to say. Yes. When I can't understand it, I ain't got to understand it. But there's one on the inside that does my understanding. And I just keep on trusting him. He is my sustainment. Yes. I think about Brother Elijah in 1 Kings chapter number 19. Remember over there in chapter number 18, he just stood against 450 prophets of Baal, called them all a bunch of blaspheming liars. Right. Amen. Stood to them toe to toe. Brother Dax had no problem about it. But the very next day, when old Jezebel started getting after him, what did he do? He ran up under there with that juniper tree and he said, Lord, it is enough. Take away my. He just sent the 450 men, but one woman that made him want to commit suicide. 
<laughs> yeah. Y'all don't want me to preach on that, do you? <laughs> My wife ain't here, and I still ain't crazy enough to preach that. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to not take away my life now. All of a sudden, man, poor old me. Yeah. What's the matter, Elijah? He said, oh, I'm all by myself. Yeah. That's what he said. He said, oh, only I escaped out of all of this. He forgot about it. I mean, this is a whole nother sermon, but let me just get to where I'm going and y'all forgive me about it. I, Lord, I, I can't keep on going in the ministry. Elijah, God called you there. What you talking about you by yourself? Of course you're at your ministry. Yeah. Here's Elijah wanting to give up like so many of us have. Right, right. Oh, yeah. We've all found ourselves under a juniper tree. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know what's amazing to me? I thank God for the end of this story in Elijah's life when God begins to open his mouth. When God begins to show up, you remember as Elijah finds himself in that cave, the Bible says that there was a great earthquake. The Lord wasn't in the earthquake. There was a great fire. There was a great whirlwind. It wasn't in any of that. But in still, the still, small, small voice, God gave Elijah a word. But I want you to remember what happens before Elijah ever got to that cave. Before Elijah ever got to that place where he heard that still, small voice. Why? Wow, He's over there crying unto God about it's enough. Take away my own life. Here come the angel of the Lord. And shook him real good. And said, wake up, son. He said, why? I'm trying to die. He said, it ain't time to die. Yep, yep. He said, why don't you try to live as close to God and see how long you can handle it. <laughs> People say, I want all God's got for me. You better be careful because He may absolutely rock your world. That's Amen. right. That's right. He may blow your mind, Brother Dad. Amen. I don't think sometimes this earthly flesh and body can handle it. Amen. Amen. When we really get into that spiritual walk with God, Amen. And we say, oh, I want all God's got for me. We're going to find out we can't handle it. Right. He said, and when you 
find yourself not being able to handle any more of that lamb. He said the lamb's not to go to waste. He said that when you've had all that you can take, he said go down there to your neighbor's house. Start knocking on the doors. And say, hey boys, we got some leftover. We had a little lamb supper back here in the house. He said we got some. We were seeing y'all didn't get none. We don't want y'all to go without no lamb around right. here. So here's y'all some lamb. Oh, I see your children's hungry. I want him to have some lamb. Your family's yes. hungry. Hey man, you know what would be good for y'all tonight is to have a little bit of lamb. You see y'all missing out on what I got because we just had the best supper that I've ever had in my life. Hey, if you want what I got, all you got to do is get you a little bit of lamb. Just have a little bit of lamb on the bottom. Why are you going back and forth for work? Just have a little lamb. It'll sustain you. It'll keep you happy. It'll keep you satisfied. It'll change your life. If you just let the lamb supply you with everything you need. Try. Uh, and you know why I believe this is happening? In verse number four, you know why I believe that it was directly given the word of Moses from God to Moses to the people? You say, why would they, if the death angel is coming through, how come everybody didn't have lamb? Right. Uh, wait a minute now, Brother Shelton. If the death angel's on its way to London, Kentucky, I ain't got no kids, but I promise you, room number beep, beep, beep at Microtel, amen, wherever I'm, the Microtel in and sweets my window. Yeah. Right. I did that so y'all wouldn't know my room number. Why am I making all them weird noises? I wasn't cussing under breath. Amen. I, I was trying to not let y'all know what room I'm staying in. Someone might try to prank me, Brother Pilot. They don't know. I, I travel with a, a friend. Amen. I call him my peace. Yeah. You come in that door, you'll find out who my piece is. <laughs> if the death thing was coming through London, Kentucky tonight, I'm going to put blood on the post of my Amen. hotel room. Amen. Just to be sure. Right. Don't you think everybody in that day was doing what Moses said to do? Was doing what Aaron said to do? Because judgment's coming. Yes, sir. The death angel will be here tonight. Yeah. Well, I just believe it like this, and excuse me if you think it's wrong, but here's what I believe. I believe their day was no different than this day. Yes, sir. And I believe, preacher, that there was a lot of people that probably heard the word right. Brother Moses, and they did exactly. Yeah. And then there was probably a couple families. I said, oh boy. Mm -hmm. Here comes that end time prophecy preaching. Yep. Here comes that crazy Baptist preacher again. He's talking about judgment's coming. Judgment's on its way. And I tell you what, family, I've had enough of all this ever since that little rainstorm of old Noah came through here. Right. Everybody's been worried about this judgment thing. And I tell you what, I ain't going to listen to that no more. That's right. I ain't going to do what that preacher man said. All them people's crazy. So Brother Moses, giving them back God to Moses to the people, the Lord said, Moses, I tell you, there's going to be some unbelief. There's going to be unbelievers. But it's up to you. And it's up to them to make sure that everybody's got the lamb. Hey, I tell you what we're doing this Come on, preacher. I'm going to everywhere I can. Saying, hey, you better get you some lamb. You better partake of the lamb. Hey, don't let judgment find you without the blood being applied. Oh, if you love your family, you better have that blood on the doorpost. If you love that family, you better have a table of lamb spread. Amen. You better listen to the preacher this morning. Amen. Heed the word of God. Listen to the voice of God. Oh, 
Jesus. Yes. Supplying them. I'm glad somebody supplied my family one day. I'm glad somebody told my daddy. I'm glad somebody told my mama. Yes. Somebody told me. And now I'm just trying to tell somebody. Amen. It's up to you and I. Yes, sir. To tell about the Lamb. Yes, sir. He is a supplying lamb. Yes, he is. Too much. Just take him over there if somebody ain't got nothing. Too much lamb. He'll be enough. Then I said I'll be through. Brother Joshua, whoever you want to come, play whatever you want to do. Not only is he sustaining lamb, supplying lamb, but he's a saturating lamb. Oh, yes. Verse number seven, they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts. On the upper doorpost of the houses wherein they shall eat it. As that daddy is bringing that lamb back, probably going through his mind of what all he's fixing to have to do, how it's going to go down. I can only imagine if this is me getting ready to make this sacrifice, getting ready to apply this blood, getting ready to prepare this lamb as they suffer for me and my family. I want to make sure I got it done right. I want to make sure everything's done correctly. And I can only imagine that as this father, he is, let me try to use a cleaner word to say here, he's processed this lamb. No doubt, he's taken the blood that has been shed of the lamb, He's got it in a bucket. He's got an old homemade brush, maybe out of some mule's tail, man. He takes that bucket to the front of the door. He begins to dip that brush down in that bucket of blood. And he begins to wipe that blood on the sides of those doors. Brother Shelby, if it's me and my little baby boy's laying in there, that little dad ain't going to do it. But I'm giving it all I got. Yes, sir. And I'm Saturate. As much blood as I can. Saturate. Yes. Can y'all, can y'all excuse my imagination, if, if you will, just for a moment. Brother, I'm, I, I don't care. I don't care what it takes. I'm getting every ounce of that lamb's blood applied. Oh, yes. And while he's a painting on the sides of those posts, that blood starts trickling mm. back down the end handle of that brush. My starts my. running down his hand. Starts running down his arm. Brother Josh Riley's a painted over the top my of that door. My. It begins to drip off the, off the edges of that door. And hallelujah to God, he's done everything he knows how to do. He's put all the blood that he can upon that door. But now there's still one more thing that daddy's got to do. Because there's a lamb on the inside of the house. There's a partaking fixing to take place. And what he's done on the outside, now he's got to walk through that door and go back on the inside. And while the blood is dripping off the doorpost of that house, daddy walks through. Daddy walks under that blood. And the blood begins to drip on his head and cover his shoulders and his heart. And when he walks in the house, maybe that little old boy that he's a doing this for says, Daddy, what in the world have you been doing? He said, Son, I've been applying the blood. Hey! Mama said, Honey, where have you been? 
blood was had. I tell you what it did to that daddy. It saturated his life. It changed. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. It changed him on the outside. It's going to change him on the inside. Because it is a saturating Some of y'all in here. I don't know everybody. I know just a handful of people. Oh, but I guarantee you, all of us wasn't born and raised in church. That's right. Right. Some of y'all might have got saved out of a pretty rough life. Yep. I may not. I may not know any different. All I know is a man wearing a suit and tie this morning. Oh, but if I might have seen you about 20 years ago, 15 years ago, you might not look like what you do this morning. Brother Bobby, you might not look like a man. They've been all put together, got his suit and tie on, and look sharp this morning. I don't want to know that old man. But I know one thing, whoever you was, wherever you was, they might have been a box in your hand. They might have been something. Yeah, preacher. They might have been needles up and down your arms up. But can I say thank God? say this and I'm through. My daddy, these men know him, Brother Bob. And uh, my daddy, he's my hero. Yeah. My daddy, he got saved at 16 years old in North Florida, Callahan, Florida, at the citywide tent revival. Moody Adams was preaching, Brother Bass. After he got saved, a couple years after that, he got out of church. Started living all night. And I thank God this morning. I don't know what all happened in that moment of my daddy's life. He don't talk about that stuff. Can I say, you better be careful talking about where God. There's a difference in bragging on God where he got you from and bragging on where you're from. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And all my daddy's ever told me, he said, son, if I'd have got caught, I'd probably still be in jail. He said, but thank God the Lord forgave me. Lord brought me home. In his mid mid twenties, he got right with God, surrendered to preach, and all I've ever known about my day is being a preaching day. Thank God. We got them old them old photo albums. Y'all got them at y'all's house. We like to get them things out every now and then. Look at how old people look back then. Who's still alive and who ain't? Cousins and family. Well, we had them old photo albums. I remember one day I was flipping through there. I come across this picture of this long-haired dude. Had a big old long blue man chew coming down <laughs> his chin. Had a Marlboro sticking out of his mouth. And I said, who is that guy in our family? <laughs> yes, sir. Mama said, well. Bless his name. So that was your daddy. <laughs> what a savior, boys. I'll just be honest, I kind of thought the picture was cool. You know, it looked like he could have been on the cover of Freedom's Clearwater Revival. He could have been the lead singer for Leonard Skinner. Yeah, that's kind of awesome to me. I remember a couple years ago, I called Mama and I said, Mama, I said, you remember that picture of Daddy? Long hair, mustache, Marlboro. I said, I want that picture. I said, God, just like it's a cool picture. She said, well, 